Back to throw Garoppolo, under some pressure. He is brought down by Quinn Williams. Off Gore, up the middle, lowers his shoulders, five to play. That's an incredible interception by Marcus Manning. It's the second straight week the New York Jets do battle in the division. Coming up a rematch against the Buffalo Bills at MetLife Stadium. Hello everybody, welcome to the numbers game presented by Bet365, the world's favorite sports book now in New Jersey. I'm your host Dan Grassa, pleased to be joined as always by my co-host Cynthia Freeland of the NFL Network. And Cynthia, I trust you're well out there on the West Coast. Hanging tough out here. It's hard with this nice beach weather, you know. It's starting to turn to fall other places, but we're in perpetual summer. Yeah, you're roughing it out there. Really tough going for you guys, definitely. But before we look forward, of course, for the Week 7 matchup, we have to rewind and look back at Week 6. A 24-0 defeat to the Miami Dolphins down at South Beach. Certainly not the Jets' best day, but I thought overall there were some positives you could still take from it, specifically on the defensive side of the ball. Yes, they gave up 21 in that first half, but after halftime, they really clamped down and only allowed a field goal the rest of the way. Absolutely, and especially week over week, you're seeing fewer penalties, which is a big deal in this season, and you're seeing the opportunity for the run game to be improved and defending the passing game as well. So when I look across as the game unfolds each game, they're adapting to what they're seeing from the offenses and learning each week, which is a key factor going forward. And specifically, though, on the defensive side of the ball, a couple of more takeaways, which has been key for them the last couple of weeks. They've done a nice job in that department. A couple of interceptions. Brian Poole at the end of the first half in the red zone, preventing Miami from going in possibly and getting more points. And then you had the acrobatic highlight real INT by Marcus May, who, you know, continues to have a very, very good year at that safety position. But when you dive deep into the statistical analysis of that INT, it was even more difficult than maybe even just appeared in plain sight, right? Totally. So first of all, NextGen Stats has this really cool thing that's the expected completion rate. So it kind of takes the average of every pass that's happened from a specific down, distance, all of the different circumstances, and whether or not it was completed. So at the distance, all of these things. But this is an average across every team. So if you look to see that specific pass had about a 25% completion rate, 24.6 if you're keeping track at home. Now, what you see is that Marcus May is absolutely above average because he turned that into not just not a catch, but also an interception. And he came down with it in like the craziest way possible. I think if I were grading that probability of catching the pass in the way that he did, it's like a 0.2%. And yet he somehow came down with it. I don't think you could practice that one on the practice field. That's not something that you could teach necessarily. It just has to be spur of the moment, athletic ability taking over. And certainly Marcus has that in droves here. When you look over on the offensive side of the ball now, Sunday's game marked the return of Brashad Perryman, who missed the previous three games with an injury, and he was the Jets' leading receiver in terms of yardage on Sunday with 62 yards. And things are starting to look a little bit more optimistic for the receiving core here, potentially on Sunday against the Buffalo Bills. The Jets could have their three starting wide receivers, Jamison Crowder, Brashad Perryman, and the rookie Denzel Mims, all on the field together at the same time. I know that's something that coaches, players, fans alike, everybody has been waiting for really since the beginning of the year. If you look to see how many snaps Perriman was on the field for, he actually played 89% of the offensive snaps. So to me, that's a strong indicator 
that the injury is kind of past him and the potential for him to keep contributing just keeps bigger and bigger. And he was supposed to be, you know, provide a very big, important element to this offense, the speed, the vertical threat. And as you said, more reps under his belt here as he continues to get back in the game flow. They hope to see more of that moving forward. Let's do our first prop bet of the show here as it pertains to Sunday's game against the Buffalo Bills here. And we'll talk about the wide receiver Perryman. Over under two and a half catches for the Jets' first year wideout. I say we're going to go more than that. I think three is a very mild, a very potentially easy threshold to surpass. I also want to point out that he led the team in air yards. So air yards are a really predictive metric, and especially when you look to see where the Buffalo Bills, whose defense is not the same defense from last season, that's an interesting one because the guy who leads in air yards will be the guy who gets in the end zone. So this is a really great opportunity for Perriman to have at least three grabs and potentially the opportunity to get in the end zone. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think you're going to see a productive day for him. Flashback to week one against the Buffalo Bills. He had three receptions, and that was a day where the offense maybe wasn't necessarily clicking yet. It was week one, and I expect more from them, certainly against Buffalo. Now, off the field, after that Miami game, the Jets made a trade sending veteran defensive tackle Steve McClendon to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Jets get a sixth round pick in 2022, and they also give up a seventh rounder in 2023 to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But, you know, when you talk about Steve McClendon, he had been the longest tenured New York Jets, Cynthia. He was a huge presence in that locker room. So many guys, you know, referred to him as a big brother, a mentor, and you know that that type of a presence is going to be missed. Absolutely. And if you spin it forward to what the Tampa Bay situation is right now, that's a really good defense. And they could potentially be playing the Raiders, who are possibly missing some of their old linemen. So you may hear his name be called even quicker than you would imagine. GM Joe Douglas, pretty active here in the weeks leading up to the NFL trade deadline. We still got a lot more to do here on the numbers game. We'll zero in on some of the individual performances that we can expect to see against the Buffalo Bills. This is the numbers game presented by Bet365, the world's favorite sports book now in New Jersey. Welcome to Bet365, the world's favorite sports book. You can bet on football, basketball, baseball, hockey, MMA, and soccer. You can even make a bet while the game is still being played. Yes, you can. But here's the best part. Bet365 is now available in New Jersey. And we welcome you back into the numbers game presented by Bet365, the world's favorite sports book now in New Jersey. Dan Grassa joined, as always, by my co-host, Cynthia Freeland. And Cynthia, now let's look ahead to the opponent here in Week 7. It's the Buffalo Bills. And second game already between these two AFC East Division foes. Remember, they opened the season up in Orchard Park, a 27-17 setback in that one. So certainly there are some things to improve upon. And at least now there's a little bit more familiarity where you could go to work on some of the stuff you see on film from that game and plus five additional games in preparation. You know, the interesting part when I look here is not just the difference from week one, but also the difference in the Bills from last season versus this season. And there are some pretty potentially positive things here 
for the Jets. And we'll get into that and specifically on the defensive side of the ball more than anything. And certainly the guy who hopes to really make some inroads against that Buffalo defense, that is the quarterback, Sam Darnold, who looks like things are trending in the right direction to where he could make his return to the lineup after missing the last couple of games due to that shoulder injury. If you go back to that week one game, Sam was 21 to 35 for 215 yards, a touchdown and an INT. But regardless of who the quarterback may or may not be, Cynthia, I think we can all agree when it comes to the offense, they're probably going to have to do a little bit better job when it comes to converting third downs. That was really a sore spot for them against the Miami Dolphins, just two of 17 in that department. But when you look at the Buffalo defense, when it comes for them to get off the field on third down, maybe they are the perfect opponent right now for the Jets, right? They are a great opponent for the Jets because they actually have the third worst third down defense, converting over 54% of third downs. So they're allowing more than a coin flip, more than half of the time, third downs to be converted into a new set of downs. And Cynthia, one of the things that was working fairly well for the Jets in that game against the Dolphins was the run game. They ran it for over five yards a pop. And how about Ty Johnson, 42 yards on just three carries, had a couple of explosive plays there. And that could also be an area where the Jets look to take advantage of because the Bills have had some issues stopping the run this year, haven't they? They are the eighth worst run defense in the NFL, 131.3 yards allowed per game on the ground. This could be a really good and interesting game to see how the Jets are planning to use the running back spot in the future, right? So between Ty Johnson, well, Michael Pirine, you really have the opportunity to see, okay, do they understand the inside and outside zone concepts that we're going to ask them to run? Can we get some of those big gains like that 34-yarder we saw? It's going to be an interesting note because this is a position that they need to figure out. Clearly, dealing way left bell, they're obviously addressing it for the future. All right, let's get to another prop bet here, and we'll keep it to the wide receiver position again. Jamison Crowder, Jets' leading receiver. Now, last week against the Dolphins, that was the first game this season where Crowder did not have over 100 yards receiving. He only had 48. So, okay, we'll bring the number down just a little bit. How about over-under for Jamison Crowder against Buffalo, 67 yards receiving? What do you think? I have an over in this one. I think it's really interesting to look at the, the Bills defense and see where they've been most vulnerable. And slot receivers is an area that they've been exceptionally generous. And Jamison Crowder's ability to produce from the slot, irrespective of who his quarterback is, is really something that is a big positive for this team. So for me, 67, that seems like a pretty, that's, that's a good low number and you can go way over that. I would agree with you because all you have to do is rewind back to that first meeting of the season. Remember, Darnold to Crowder, they had that big chunk play, the 69-yard touchdown catch and throw here. So, hey, another one of those plays, you're covering that 67-yard over-under bet right there. So we'll write those two guys down to make magic happen once again here. Hang tight, Cynthia, because we still got more to do on the numbers game. When we come back, we'll dive a little bit deeper into the Buffalo Bills, specifically examining the offensive side of the football. What does Josh Allen and company have in store for the Jets defense? This is the numbers game presented by Bet365, the world's favorite sports book, now in New Jersey. Three to the lone setback, play action for Ryan Fitzpatrick. Well protected, unloads a deep ball down the left sideline. One-on-one, it is bobbled and might have been intercepted. Hitting it up against his back is Marcus May. That's an incredible interception by Marcus May. And we welcome you back into the numbers game presented by Bet365, the world's favorite sports book, now in New Jersey. Dan Grasso alongside 
Cynthia Freeland. Cynthia, let's dive a little bit deeper into this Buffalo Bills team. They come in with a 4-2 record, 4-0 start to the season, but have dropped back-to-back -back games. And most recently, a Monday night defeat at home to the Kansas City Chiefs. So one of the things the Jets could potentially have in their favor, opponent plays on Monday night, short week, less preparation for this game on Sunday. Yeah, short week's been interesting to see kind of, especially with travel. And I'm really interested this season, especially has been kind of strange because the lack of fans and just different circumstances has for some teams made it even more of a stark contrast. Now, all things start, begin, end, whatever you want to say with Buffalo and their offense with the quarterback, Josh Allen. Got off to a great start that first month of the season, but last couple of weeks, he and as a direct result, the offense has struggled a little bit. Just 33 points, really, that they've put up over the last two games. And specifically, when you look at Josh, his throws, intermediate, long range, those have taken a little bit of a hit the past couple of outings. So next-gen stats qualifies those intermediate and longer passes as passes of 10-plus air yards. So anything that is supposed to travel at least 10 air yards. And you're looking to see what's going on with Josh Allen in such passes. Well, he's not only attempted more passes that are longer in the past two weeks, but he's gotten less effective, less efficient at doing so. More turnovers, lower completion percentage, and a lower passer rating. Now, if you also look at those passes that took 2.5 seconds or more to develop, so kind of that characteristic Josh Allen, I'm going to scramble around a bit before throwing the ball, those passes, he's had to increase the number of those passes significantly. And as he's done so, those two have come down in efficiency, effectiveness, and the ability for them to score touchdowns. So you're absolutely right. Those 33-ish points that you saw, those were all kind of a problem because he wasn't able to be the efficient passer we'd seen in weeks one through four. All right, let's get to another prop bet here. And let's zero in on the first half of this football game. Over under 22 and a half total points in the first two quarters. 24 were the total in the first matchup this year. So I think we're going to see more like that 24 again. However, I do anticipate it being more balanced. I think you're going to see both defenses have to figure out a little bit of tricks from each offense, meaning in the beginning of the game, I think offenses and both of them have an advantage. I'm going to actually go under on this one. I think that we're going to see a knock them out, drag them out type of brawl. This is going to be a defensive struggle, I feel, on Sunday. So points are going to be at a premium, especially in that first half. Teams may be feeling each other out a little bit and trying to establish the territory there on the line of scrimmage. I don't know. I just got a feeling this is going to be one of those really just slugfests on Sunday. Maybe I'm wrong. We'll see. To 10. Exactly. We're going to, you know, every yard is going to be at a premium here. Fist fight in a phone booth, as they like to say. All right, one more prop bet here, and let's keep it to touchdowns here. Total TDs in this football game over under four and a half. I think we're going to be split on this one again because I think that the offenses have an advantage in this matchup, and I feel like with your 13-10 that you maybe think defenses do. I have five total touchdowns projected in this matchup, which means more than four and a half. I'm actually going over with you on the touchdowns. I'm going to agree with you. See, here's what's going to happen. It's going to be a low-scoring game in the first half, but then in the third and the fourth quarter, the floodgates are going to open. Both teams are going to be able to move the football a little bit. So I do think there will be points on the scoreboard when it's all said and done. I just think it's going to take a while to get there. That's all I'm hitting on here. Let's take a look at the upcoming schedule here for the New York Jets. And after the Buffalo game, it's a trip to Arrowhead to take on old friend Le'Veon Bell and the defending Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs. Then back home to MetLife Stadium for a Monday night football showdown against another AFC East foe, the New England Patriots. And then the Jets will get 
their bye week. So, Cynthia, division games are always extra special. I know you'll enjoy it. We'll do it again next week. Sounds good. For Cynthia Freeland, I'm Dan Grasso. This has been the Numbers Game, presented by Bet365, the world's favorite sports book, now in New Jersey. Enjoy the game, everybody.